KYW Original Podcasts. Hi, I'm John McDevitt. And I'm Paul Kurtz with a beer and Booze Bros Extra Shot. And we just said, let's make something that you can taste the DNA of both breweries in the final beer, but it doesn't taste like any of our existing beers from either brewery. We recently had the pleasure of getting a sample of a collaboration ale from two titans of the industry. Sam Calgione, founder of Dogfish Head in Delaware, and Rudy Jacari. He's the brewmaster at Rodenbach all the way in Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, they teamed up to produce something called Vibrant Potion. Dogfish Head's website describes it as a complex ruby-colored ale with tart, dry flavors of jammy berries, John, and floral lemon. What do you think of that? Jammy, like you wear your jammies to bed? No, oh. jammy as in elderberry, because oh. there's elderberry in that, John. There's, <laughs> man, we tasted it. What was your take, John? Well, uh, first, we're, we were at City Tap House. That's Correct, where yeah. this launch occurred. And, and, you know, what struck me, number one, was the fans. Uh, there are people standing around and coming from all around and taking uh, photographs and, and selfies with these two, you know, as we said, titans of, mm-hmm. of, of the beer industry. And, and that, for one, was was really interesting. Uh, this, by the way, was the world launch. Uh, it's not just going to be sold here. It's going to be uh, Chicago and, and other places of uh, of the world, really. Right. And uh, Philly was the test, if you will. And um, it was delicious, and I think the crowd thought so, too. Well, you're – you like – you – Really like sours, and I, I I have a hard time with them, but I could drink this. It was it, it to me it didn't come off like a sour. It was more tart. I would what would you say? Yeah, it um it was tart, but it was very complex, mm-hmm. uh, and it was uh it was well thought out. But it to me it had sweet notes as well. So it wasn't like it wasn't sour. It was just and there's there's a lot of bitter and. Sour and tartar, if that's the word. Uh, <laughs> Close enough. Beers. Yeah. And, and out there. No puckering. There was no puckering. Right, right. And that's something you you really don't like. Um, but uh, no, it was, it was delicious. And, you know, hopefully uh, this will take off. Well, let's uh, share our conversation uh, with everybody. Dive into this thing. Okay. Paul, we're sitting across the table from two... Legends. Legends, yes. Legends, indeed. No, 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 no. You, you, you guys get like a little little bashful when you hear that word, legend? Legend. Oh. I'm only a dot in history of the brewery, so not more than that. The only legend is the beer itself. So it's up to us, to brewers, to keep the beer going, to make the brands better, to make the beer even better than it was before. Because our consumer expected that. Consumer is more critical than it was bef- than they were before, so it's up to us to make beer every time better and better. And I think the quality of beer now, if I compare it with 40 years ago, is much more higher. In every country that you visit, in every country that I visit, I see also experiments who are not okay, but but okay, that's not a problem. Everyone can can start a brewery, can start to brew, or can make a brew. The consumer is our final judge. If the beer is not okay, it will disappear. If the beer is okay and it has a history, then you have a chance to survive. It's interesting that um, we're seeing two. So we have the, the collaboration. We're going to talk about the beer, the sure. collaboration beer between Dogfish Head and Rodenbach. But 
we've got two interesting entities here. You are the face, Sam, of the new beer revol- the beer revolution that swept over the, the country in the 1980s, 90s. And you're the old school, Rudy, from Rodenbach. How, uh, your brewer is 200 years old? Yep. Uh, but he's about 200. I'm not 200 years old. <laughs> I'm not 200 years old. Lucky I am. <laughs> but normally I feel young. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know, 60 is a new 40. Yes, right. Okay. Absolutely. This is 100%. my spirit. Yeah. Is, it, is the brewery all your family? Is it? Is it been? Is it it's not. But I'm I'm working at the brewery now 38 years, so this is quite a long time. Yeah. And what is interesting to know that is that in 1925 there was a brewmaster who was coming at the brewery. That was Leon Lambert. He stayed at the brewery till 72. Was um, succeeded by his son Jacques Lambert in. 1960, Jacques stayed at the brewery till 82. I was coming into the brewery under Jacques Lambert, and he was my master. So, with a little luck, we will continue the brewing process for 100 years with three brewmasters. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, you you get like giddy when you hear like the the history behind. Uh, uh, yeah, so I've been a fan of Rodenbach since I first. I think discovered it at Monk's Cafe here in Philadelphia right when I was uh, coming up to open dogfish. I would go to Home Sweet Homebrew and I'd buy supplies from George. Nancy George George's are here tonight, right? Nancy, <laughs> when I was starting a homebrew in 94, yeah. 93. But yeah, so I've been a fan of Rodenbach long before I got to meet Rudy. Uh, and we've been doing sours at dogfish for about uh, 20, a little over 20 years, and to do sours with a brewery that's over 200 years uh, is very uh, humbling and exciting for us. <laughs> this is our inspiration to be um, an alternative for white wines, even red wines. Wow. Yeah, and to me, there is uh, uh, um, there are similarities to wine and there's sour. A, there's a lot of similarity because our beers in history are made or are blended a young ale with a matured ale, let me say a sour ale, to bring back the pH level on 3.5. And this is the same pH level of a white wine. And on that pH level, you can preserve a beer by acidity on an acceptable level. This is the key of Rodenbach. You guys have to be... It's almost a, 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 a real art to, to put together a real good sour beer. That's and what science. I'm, and science, of course. Well, science is something, we, we call it science. It is not science because the normal consumer can discover that. And if he can accept that, now we can explain that by science. But it is common knowledge. It's something, if it, if it brings you happiness, if it, if it brings you drinkability... If it pairs good with food, no one, no scientists have to say you that. You know that. You feel that. With your palate. You don't need a book. You just yeah, need you your don't palate. need a book. You just this need is, your palate. Yeah. This, is, this is Darwin. Yeah. Well, I know you're, you're the men of the hour right now, so we, 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 we want to get, get your collaboration. Yes. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about it. Uh, how did it come to be? Uh, duh. <laughs> I like that question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... it's um, we want to create something new first. Second, it's the first time that Rodemach is doing a collaboration brew with, an, uh, with a brewery 
and with um, um, a foreign brewery, let me say a brewery of another country. Um, but we discovered in Dogfish Head a certain, not a certain, but a lot of passion about making beers, about making sour beers, and they, are, they knew very well what we are doing. And they are not opportunists, because we don't want to work together with opportunists. Uh-huh. And he and uh, our breweries were fans of each other, but had not visited each other's facilities until we started this process. And Rudy, as the caretaker of this brand for you know many decades, the family entrusts him to decide as the palate of Rodenbach. And he came and visited me, our brewmaster Mark Safrick. My wife, Mariah, who runs the Dogfish brand with me. And before he said, yep, I tried their sours. I see their program. I see their knowledge. And he said, thumbs up to the collaboration. And then myself, our brewmaster, Mark, my wife, my son, went over and visited uh, Rodenbach. And we just said, let's make something that you can taste the DNA of both breweries in the final beer. But it doesn't taste like any of our existing beers from either brewery. It's unique, but celebrates what we're good at. For us, this is also important. You may not be a competitor on the market. So we were not competitors on the American market, not even with the brands, not even with the breweries. And um, this is also a chance that a collaboration brew can survive, can be successful, because... If there is a competition in between both breweries, then you have a problem. In the, not maybe not today, but maybe tomorrow or the day after. So we we have the, the, the not only the inspiration but also the ambition to make something new, something that you cannot compare with any other beer, something that is really um, unique and follows the things we put in front of making the blend. Mm. When you try when you try Vibrant Potion, Rudy, yep. how do you think the Rodenbach fooder beer expresses itself in this blend? Well, uh, the ex- Great question. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, okay. I was about to ask. Well, the, the, express, the expression is, is the, the volatile sourness. Normally, if you make a, a kettle sour beer... It's like sequench ale. Like uh-huh. sequence, this is not smelling very volatile. So the volatile... Um, flavors you have in sequence are coming from the, the, the fruit that you're using like the, the lime, lime and, and, the, and this right. makes it volatile but not the beer itself here we, we, we work with elderberry and elderflower Elder, elderflower is a little bit more volatile but elder, elderberry is not volatile so the volatileness you have in the beer is coming from the old mature beer and this is how we can discover the beer. But both beers are supporting each other. Was there any ner- nervousness uh, as the brewing was going on, whether one would shine, one brewery would shine through more than the other, or that would you have the perfect blend? I don't think there was any nervousness because we were just open with each other and said, we know what we're good at as brewers and blenders, and we had the confidence to make sure we would make a beer that expressed both brands. So there's no nervousness. There's just excitement and curiosity about what was going to happen. If you trust each other, you are not nervous. That's it. Trust. 
Trust. It's all about the trust. And, and what did you guys bring? To, what did you bring to the table for this? And and you, Rudy. Uh, I think that we shared the passion. That was universal. The passion to make something unique. The pride of our brands we share. Um, but then, on an ingredient standpoint, we listened to each other even on what happened in each other's country. Yeah. So we went over and get to try and learn. Uh, from Rudy on the blending of the fooder beer, and he came over from us and learned about the different citrus fruits and different salts in our in our in our kettle sours. So we each brought different ingredients, but we each helped to decide which ingredients together. Yeah, but what I what I have what I tried to do when you came to Belgium was to taste the terroir, and terroir is something more than than only the the product itself. It's the whole environment, the whole inspiration, uh, how you can pair seafood with our beers. Uh, so I have proved that by the, the, the shrimp fisher who is with, a, with a pool horse who is going into the sea, catch the shrimps, he cooked the shrimps, we bought the shrimps from him. The we whole go, day we spent. Oh, wow. we, we went to um, a hop farm where they are growing hop, hop sprouts. So we are Collecting hop sprouts in the nice. field. Oh, nice! The day after, day after, we make we made a, um, a dish with that, and also with cheese. So, amazing! Yeah. So where uh, where can we get this? Where where is this being Any, sold? Anywhere that has a really good indie craft and Belgian craft beer selection. So I know like Total Wine and Spirits. Uh, but the foodery Wegmans, where we're going tomorrow, upstate New York, but they're well, uh, everywhere. Oh, so you're, you're not only keeping it to the, to the Philly... No, 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 no. It's going to be in a well. lot of different yeah. states. Oh, like, like Rudy's hosting an event at a famous uh, beer restaurant in Chicago called uh, Hopleaf. So are, will you be, will this be sold in, in Belgium as well? Yeah, that will be sold in Belgium. That's but cool. in, a, in a small portion, yeah. I think yeah. this beer is, to be honest, is more made on an American taste profile. Yes, so for sure. We have to be honest, but people are very curious, also in the Netherlands, also in, in, in Scandinavia. Yeah. They are very curious, so we try to build up our the, 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 the trust in our breweries yes. by making this cola brew. So you're going global. You're going yeah, global. Going global, it. baby steps. Yeah. Global, global but, baby steps. But very selective. Yeah. Very selective. So we don't blow everyone away. Yeah. People have to discover the product themselves. Amazing. Are you finding more American craft beer showing up in uh, Europe? Um, there is not a universal European consumer. The Scandinavian consumer is not the same as the German consumer, as the Czech consumer, as the Italian consumer, yeah. as the Belgian consumer. Yeah. So every market is, is different. And it seems from my perspective that Belgium and Germany are more provincial than, say, Italy or Scandinavia, very, where very they're very loyal Belgium. and loyal to the home country beers. Because maybe, of heritage. Maybe more and than, heritage, more yeah. than London, more, more yeah. than Paris. Well, thank you guys. We really are honored that you took time out. Everyone's trying to get your attention, and we appreciate it. We're happy you guys are here, and thank you for celebrating the journeys of in indie craft breweries in your show. My pleasure. It was thank a pleasure, pleasure talking to you guys. Just talk with you. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. All right.